What's up, everybody? It's Bo here with another Bad Batch TV Talk. All right, this week we've got a continuation of what happened last week. Our heroes have found their way into this little, uh, I mean, it's not really a village. It's almost more of a ghost town where they're trying to kind of regroup and figure out where their ship is. Omega has the genius idea. We're not going to track the ship. We're going to track Gonky, the Gonk droid, who's always kind of been in the background as something of a joke and, uh, you know, serves a purpose, which is, yeah, it's kind of nice. All this works. They catch up with a thief. And let me just go ahead and say, first off, I was wrong about the connections with uh, Hondo. We're not necessarily dealing with pirates per se. We're dealing with just a general kind of run of the mill thief. He's connected with this entire civilization or this, this colony this mining colony, they're out trying to get the same kind of, I guess, gas rocks that they were trying, <laughs> that our heroes were trying to get last week. And this entire, or you know, civilization that they have right here, uh, you've got a whole bunch of workers and some folks in the middle that are all fighting for a bowl while a literal fat cat is eating all their profits. It almost seems like there's a metaphor for something. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's a metaphor for something. Ah, capitalism. Anyway, so the uh, the cat dude. One of the things I noticed about him is that his alien species. If, I mean, I guess I don't actually know because they never refer to him by name, but he appears to be the same kind of alien species that was known throughout the galaxy as enslavers. They were actually going and they would, uh, I want to say specifically going after Ahsoka's people and they would like enslave her people and use them in their own civilization and I think sell them across the galaxy until the... New Republic stopped the sale across the galaxy, but it was still going on on their own planet. Oh man, I don't remember. There was a whole like, maybe it was like a three episode arc, could have been more, on the Clone Wars where Anakin and Ahsoka and Obi-Wan had to go to their planet and Anakin had to like, you know, schmooze the queen and Ahsoka was going undercover and basically they were trying to disrupt their entire operation. Ironically, I believe that with the Empire, the concept of slavery going from the black market back into being more in vogue was something that occurred. But I guess I can't quite recall. And that might have been more of like an Outer Rim thing than a Core World deal. I don't know. It's a whole area of the Star Wars universe that's not really explored to its fullest. But I do re recall the kind of the cat-like char characters, these cat-like aliens playing in there. So I think it's interesting that our literal fat cat here at the top is connected specifically with this, uh, you know, this entire alien race that built their economy on slavery. Here, it's not as cut and dry as that. I mean, he's literally uh, manipulating all these kids to do his bidding. They don't know that secretly back in the back, he's like feasting himself and like gorging himself on sausages and stew and water bottles. And he's got it all back there. One thing I noticed in this episode is that Wrecker, I mean, like, okay, maybe this is just me, but is Wrecker getting slightly dumber every single episode? This is something they need to watch out for because this happens a lot. Whenever you've got kind of a character who's kind of comically a little slow over time, that character can get like progressively dumber and dumber and dumber to the point where they're more of a cartoon than an actual character. Now, I realize the ir irony of that because this is a cartoon. But what I mean is they don't they don't act like, you know, I, I don't know, like you would expect a normal person to act. So I hope we don't see Wrecker completely de-evolve into just, uh, you know, a complete doofus. Especially because he is supposed to be a capable warrior. He's not just the brute force. He is also, you know, tied to the clones overall. And while he might not be the tactical mind, he needs to be able to be, be more like, oh, I ate all my food because I was hungry. I mean, that little bit too much of that is, well, it's too much. I love Omega's, like, her innocence mixed with optimism is really, really refreshing. I also like the fact that we see in this episode, she herself has become really a capable warrior. She wanted to really be part of the squad early on, 
And we see that her training is paying off. As she's dangling off the side, as they're kind of trying to use her as bait, she sees what's going on with Hunter kind of coming to rescue her. She knows exactly when she needs to throw herself over the side and reaches right out for him with that level of trust that the Bad Batchers all have together. So she really has fully become a true Bad Batcher in that sense. I've always been wondering why she doesn't have armor, you know? Like, like one of the things that these guys end up in firefights and all of these, like, major battle sequences and everything else, you know, in this one, they're they're actually battling exhaust to some extent. But she, she, does, she has more of, like, a makeshift gallivanting around the galaxy type of suit as opposed to true battle armor. Now, this goes both ways. I mean, like, on the one hand, you know, it'd be good for her to have her own uniform, but on the other hand, I feel like over time, having uniforms that resemble clone or stormtroopers is going to not necessarily communicate the right thing as they're going in to help people. Plus, I also understand that it's not like they make armor that, you know, <laughs> for, they don't make armor for kids. Or actually, didn't they make armor for kids? That was on Camino. Oh, well, Camino's toast. All right, well, there you go. I just answered my own question. But yeah, so this was kind of the completion of a two-part little, you know, episode kind of side quest type deal. You know, as they mentioned, there's more problems in the galaxy than just the Empire. I think to some extent that's a reminder for us as an audience. And as was also kind of stated, there's also people like the Bad Batchers that are going to go out and do the right thing and try to help those in need. So hopefully we'll get a chance to see them connect with more of these these rebel cells across uh, across the galaxy. Who knows? Who knows what's to come? But that's just my thoughts. Let me know your thoughts. Head over to twitter.com slash tvtalkfm. Uh, use the hashtag badbatchtvtalk. And uh, yeah, that's going to do it for me for today. But don't worry. I'll be back in a flash. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.